embark on a journey into the unknown, where two or more are gathered to discuss what you are afraid of. This is Nigel the Goat speaking, along with your host, Davey Wavy, and we welcome you to the Red Pill Cartel Podcast, where crazy feels like home. Cartel, uh, Davey coming back at you with Chris from the Rained Out Rantcast. He is fucking awesome. I met him uh, on Talk of the Tavern with Ghost and a few other people one night a few weeks ago and uh, learned that he was a fellow metalhead and uh, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this, right? So sure enough, uh, we I penciled him in and he got on and he killed it and we had such a fucking blast talking about uh, quite a few things. Uh, almost went a couple hours, uh, you know. From um, what did we have? We had uh, censorship. We started talking about censorship right off the bat, and then we went into the PizzaGate scandal, and he had some wicked stories about that. Uh, you should look forward to that one. And also we got into heavy metal music and rock music and the uh, shenanigans that go on in there conspiratorial wise. So, and then we got into a bunch of other stuff um, by the end and it was just fucking awesome. And I hope you guys enjoy this. And um, a couple other things before we start. There's a couple replies on my last episode with Ellen Red on Spotify. And this is from uh, Holly Davis. She says, dude, this is rad. I haven't even reached the end, but I'm pretty thankful for this conversation. Thank you, Holly. That's awesome. I appreciate the feedback. Um, and the next one is from Larry Royer, R-O-Y-E-I-I. He says, uh, this podcast is ridiculous. Davey, you seem really nice. Thank you. Uh, but you will be judged on the credibility of your guests. Enlightened? Not so much. Okay, um, that's cool. I mean, it's feedback. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I select, I usually select my guests prior to uh, recording. And if I like their content or their character, then I'm going to have them on. And if you didn't like it, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed my conversation with Ellen. Sorry you did not. Uh, I would be interested in hearing why. Uh, but that's okay. Anyway, um, I will be adding these replies into my show So from the f- for the future. So um, there's also one other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, can you please, I can't stress this enough, it doesn't take a lot of time, but if you're listening on Spotify and you want to support the show, uh, please give a star review. Be honest, one to five. Be honest, but just click that star and give a star review. It takes like two seconds, literally. Also, if you're listening on Apple, please 
give a one to five star review just like Spotify and also leave a short or long message. It doesn't have to be long. It really does help support the show by getting it into the algorithm. Um, and it doesn't take very much of your time whatsoever. And it's one of the best ways to support the show. If you're not gonna, if you're not going to, uh, you know, join the Patreon and, and donate there, that is the best you can do, and it would be highly appreciated. So, without further ado, uh, talking your ear off before the show, uh, you know, smoke a fat one, uh, have a couple beers or three, whatever, um, and relax and enjoy the show. Thank you so much. What's up, Cartel? Just a little bit of a message before the, we get the show started here. Um, I have a good friend, Melanie Schultz, uh, in the States. Uh, she has um, Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis, and it affects every part of her body. So I threw up the... Uh, threw up? That sounded gross. Uh, I, <laughs> I put up the uh, GoFundMe page for her um, in the show notes. The link is there. Uh, if you could kindly click on it and just throw a few bucks at her. For her medical bills, it would be greatly appreciated. I would appreciate it. She would, and so would Nigel. And uh, God bless you all, and thank you so much. Welcome back, Cartel, to another episode. Uh, I have Chris from uh, Rained Out Rantcast here. And uh, we met on uh, uh, Fuck Talk of the Tavern, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, uh, he's a fellow metalhead, and uh, you know, so uh, tell the cartel what you are all about and what you do, brother. Um, well, I have the Rained Out Randcast. It started out uh, because my work, I would get rained out because I was a, I'm a I'm a dump truck driver, right? Then it would rant. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's basically me ranting about stuff. On my show, I have guests on every once in a while, and it's a live show every Sunday for two hours. Right. It goes out live on APN and my website, com, and it was going out to YouTube, but now we got shut down. So Rumble, Rockfin, and some other places, but you find that under Shep, Shepard Ambellis. On the rock. Yeah, cool. And uh, you got started by doing that when you were just like finding shit to do when you were getting rained out, or did you get started uh, before no, I mean, that? Everybody had told me to start <laughs> a fucking podcast for years, and uh, I thought it was <laughs> and then because well, uh, they I probably mean, listened to you, to you rant to them, right? <laughs> you know, you know, for you know, I did. I I ranted for well over a decade. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would get rained out every once in a while. I'd do these dumb rants on like Facebook Live. And then, like, I even opened my you my Twitter, I think, was open before COVID under Rained Out Rantcast because I was thinking about like starting something. And then, uh, COVID happened. And then I was, and so, Someone had told me about Anchor, I think, the year before that, how you could do this very thing that we're doing right now. Yeah. And just never used it. And then I fired it up, and 
here we are. It's almost, oh shit. Yeah, it's almost three years now. Yeah, it's crazy, and dude. was my first episode. Yeah, I got started by uh, being called on uh, Nico from uh, Upstate Unconventional because I don't know, I still don't fucking remember how he got a hold of me, but he messaged me on Instagram asking if I had uh, any paranormal stories. And I said, yeah, dude, I fucking grew up in a haunted house, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, I got on there and uh, told my story. And then I, it was just after that. And I was like, fuck, man, I got all this fucking knowledge about, you know, all the shit that's going on in the world. And I got I feel like I got to do something about it. So I just started it and I fucking haven't stopped, man. Yeah. Um, I At one point I was releasing like, I don't know, sometimes like eight episodes a month. Yeah. I was just dropping them left and right. And then uh, I went back to work. And at that point, it was, it's hard. I was working like 16 hours a day, but I was still pumping out at least like four or five episodes a month. And then there was a kind of a break in there. And then Shep, Shepard Ambellis, he started the ATN network, which then gave me the opportunity of like, I can just run a live show on Sunday nights. I'll run two hours. I was doing one hour, but one hour is not enough, especially <laughs> if he's trying to put ads in, uh, you know, running me ads, at least 15 minutes worth of ads in my two hour spot. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> or my one hour spot. So I switched it to two hours and, uh, we've been doing that since like October. And then the last, I don't know, three weeks, two, three weeks, I've been, I guess I slid into the co-host of Shep show now. Oh, no way. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, we get, you know, we put shows together, get them ready, and then uh, then we do uh, the show every night for an hour. Uh, which now that just is not enough time, especially if we're bringing guests on like tomorrow. Fuck, forgot to pump that tonight. But tomorrow we got like Charlie Robinson coming on. That's going to be tough for one hour. Yeah. And then next week, Oli Demigard's coming on. And we might push that into the two hour, but YouTube's shut down for, I I don't know how long we're shut down. Because, like, my show on Sundays, we run it two hours. We'll run the first hour on YouTube and all the streaming things, and then we shut the YouTube off. Right. On the second hour. And there's certain things that you can fucking say on YouTube, and you can't, oh, right? Dude, I don't yeah. even know what the fuck we got shut down for, because, like, right now I'm running this new mixer I got, so I don't have my fucking beeping button. Yeah. Usually I beep myself and censor myself, but... I mean, I might have said the word COVID, you know, and that's what's bullshit because you have like Jimmy Dore and Tim Pool and these other fucking giant accounts and they'll sit there and talk about COVID. They'll stop. It makes you, makes you kind of wonder if they're fucking in on it, right? On something. I mean, or what's going fucking, on? Or if they're paying a certain amount of money to like not get fucking censored or something, but I don't know, dude. Like they, they are pulling in a lot of viewers, so the money they're pulling in alone must offset that. Or I don't know. It's just yeah. bullshit because uh, we get hit 
just for saying the word, you know, like look at the January 6th shit that's happening right now. Right. Like, <clears throat> just us talking about it will get us hit, you know, um, just mentioning January 6th, mention the word election, mentioning, see Anchor and Spotify has been good, right? Because they're put in a weird position with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Right? yeah. So with Rogan, it put them in a position to like, well, they just spent, you know, a quarter billion dollars on the dude. So they can't just fucking censor him. Right. right so right, they put right. that little thing on your, your episode that says warning, they might talk about COVID. Right. Yeah. It's stupid. They might cool be me, talking dude. about misinformation. Hey, cool with me. You they have not taken one episode of mine ever off of Same here. Spotify. Same here. Yeah. They just put that dumb little blue warning on it and yeah. that's it. That's the way it should be, you know. But yeah, they- don't fucking pull our shit completely. Like let people determine whether we're speaking misinformation or not. And see, YouTube's using AI, so they're just hitting trigger words. Like, I had an episode with, um, fuck, dude, his name was right there. He he does. He's the host of the podcast, Tom Thompson, right? The host of the podcast, Strange Brew, up in Canada. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a. Uh, I think we did like an hour and forty-five minutes. I put it on YouTube. And I don't, I rarely put anything on YouTube, right? But I wasn't using Rumble yet. And I put it on YouTube. It was pulled down within like 30 minutes. It wasn't even up Jeez. the length of the fucking thing. And then I guess uh, Colby there from Conspiracy Playtime and Disinformation, he just got his yanked that had me on it. Yeah, he, he, yeah, I heard him talking about that on uh, Deplorable Nation. Yeah, I, I, uh, what the fuck is going on here, man? I get yanked a lot. Um, I don't. I, don't I try not to like. I try to censor myself and stay. You know, I talk about the stuff, but don't talk. You know, I try to stay away from the COVID thing. Like I told Shep, I'm like, dude, we might as well go fucking ham on COVID now. I mean, they're throwing each other under the bus over the COVID thing. Yeah, you know, and now that we're off of YouTube, gloves are off. Like tonight, I think tonight was a great show, but I don't know how many people got to see it because the YouTube, the YouTube Shep already has a built-in audience there. There's twenty-something thousand people there. Right. Uh, so it's a bummer. I wish that Streamyard and Rumble would make a baby together and they would integrate like they have YouTube and Facebook. Because the comments from YouTube will come up in StreamYard and shit, you know, and Facebook. Right. So you ain't got to go chase them and have all these other, you know, monitoring all these other shit. But from like Rumble and stuff, it doesn't that work like that. From Twitter, it doesn't work like that, which Twitter's fine. But Rumble, be nice if it works like that with, the, with them guys. For sure. I'm kind of glad we got into this because I don't talk a lot about censorship on my show. But like a lot of people... Because a lot of people that I like, I work with and in my social life and shit, they have no fucking idea what's going on with how hard we're getting censored. Well, most people around me don't even know I do this. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I could probably, I, you know, I I drive count a on like truck. one finger, right? Well, I drive a dumb truck, and uh, I just I just keep it all separate. 
I mean, right. people saw it. I don't know what fucking show I was on when I told people my name and they're like, wait a minute. I thought Chris was the producer of the show. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he is. And it's me. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> I'm your man. I mean, I even like online, I wiped myself. I basically suicided myself digitally right before COVID. So I wiped my shit based like Facebook. I think my Facebook might have been like eight years old or something like that. I nuked that myself. I was already getting like nuked, but I just, I knew like social credit shit's coming. So I fucking nuked it. And then my Facebook that I run now on there, it's really just to keep my uh, page alive, my Rancast page alive. Yeah, I had to give ownership to multiple people of that page to keep it alive because they they would ban me multiple times. And once they ban you, it'll wipe your page out and your group. And they finally wiped my main page out like six months ago. And that fucking pissed me off. Like what? Like yes. your website or, or your no, uh, my main uh, Facebook, because everything really uh, kind of started off Facebook. You know, I would rant on these Facebook lives. And then, like, Sam Tripoli's uh, Tinfoil Hat Facebook group. It's a couple thousand strong, I think. And uh, when COVID started going, I was just dropping, like, articles. I was, like, uh, I was translating, like, articles from, like, Italy and, like, studies from other countries and shit. And, like, everything else. Supposedly hit, right? Oh, yeah, man. I was fucking, like, in there dropping stuff, like, so much of it and all of it was coming out like uh none of it was misinformation so to speak right it's all it's all fucking real shit so like the we're all all of our groups are locked down in a way that they fucking like uh, we have to like approve shit you know yeah and uh they all got together and said we're just gonna let old chris here just keep fucking going you know we're just gonna let him pass through basically where he doesn't have to uh we don't he doesn't have to have his post approved right <laughs> when they did that that opened it up to where i could do lives directly into triple e's facebook group right and when i do those lives directly into it bypasses so it's instantly on and the moment it goes on everybody's notified and then everybody's watching like People would just it would just start filling up, and then at the time people would send it off into watch groups, which was weird because you could go into a watch group and then just you could have like 20, 30, 40. You could have a whole all your friends in this watch group, this watch party, watching me do a live. I can't even tell all those people are in that live, you know? Right. Because it's like a separate thing, and people would have these watch groups with groups of people in their own watch groups on top of mine i even got hacked live on facebook live you got hacked live on facebook live i guess it's uh it's it's a uh uh doxing or whatever uh oh what happened had messaged me and told me about this facebook group so I went to the Facebook group right when I clicked on it. I I figured what I was going to run into was going to be bad. 
So I clicked on it and the the top picture, whatever, I didn't even need to scroll through it. I already knew exactly what it was. I went right away to report it, right? And it was it was a child porn type like trafficking site or something, right? So it's No in, way. Yeah, dude, it's in like some weird language. And then uh it has pictures of kids, but the crazy thing is is like <clears throat> If the kids are like naked, they put like emoji things over them, right? So, okay. What this leads to is like someone had sent that to me. I, I, I went to block or not block them, but report them. And there's nothing to really choose from, right? There's like, um, like a sexual, you know, something. Like, guys, there's no like child porn yeah. or trafficking or the, like they're, they're fucking hurting kids, right? Mm-hmm. The way they word it and you have these things to pick from when they go through and they look at it, you know, if you put like nudity, technically it's not nudity. So right, right. think about it. And then you say, well, it's sexual abuse. And it's like, what are, who's being abused here? Just because the kid's naked, they got an emoji over it. We can't. So I was like, this is fucking bullshit. So I started a live and I started talking about it. And then the live just filled up, right? I mean, not I mean it wasn't like fucking huge. There was like two hundred and something people on my side. I don't know how many people were at watch parties and shit, but people were fucking pissed, right? Yeah. Because I start getting messages in real time from people who are reporting the the web the the Facebook group and getting the same message saying, nah, well, there's not really anything we can do. We can't shut down the group. You basically have to subjugate yourself to each individual person that posted in the group and report each individual picture. Christ like, this, almighty. Is, this is bullshit. So people are messaging me just fucking pissed, you know, and I'm reading the messages live and shit. And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to show you guys what everybody's talking about and why this doesn't work. So I click on the group again. I go right to the uh, report and I, you know, pull up the thing that says. The things that you can pick from. Whatever. Yeah. I said, look, there's nothing for me to really click on if you want to get technical. So I said, so I'm going to pick. Uh, sexual abuse or whatever the sexual thing was. So I click on it and the moment I click the report button, my iTunes account flashed on the screen. One frame, only one frame. I don't know how many frames per second I was running. Like really quick. like boop. One frame. It was exactly one frame. I, I stopped the live, jumped off, went back, looked, and literally one frame is all you need. Freeze it. Boom. There's my fucking name, my address, my credit card. As soon as I hit report on that thing. So, uh, yeah, I now I have everything blocked the best I can get, I guess. Fucking assholes, dude. And- dude, when you mess with them pedos, man, they don't fuck around. I mean, there was a time when I called a place called Sugar Fox down the street from, uh, well, it's not down the street. It's fucking like two doors down, three doors down from Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was like 930 in D.C. And I called them and I was like, yo, do you keep all of your surplus, all of your, your uh, you know, all of your ice cream and stuff in the basement, right? Oh, you're talking code. What? You were speaking in code. No, I was trying to ask them if they kept their supplies and stuff in the basement. I was just asking them if they kept stored stuff in the basement, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the dude's like... You didn't say, like, do you got 
he goes, he goes, yeah. I go, okay, thanks. And I hung up. And uh, dude, like 10 minutes later or something like that, not even 10 minutes, I don't think. I wish I would have had this recorded. But like, I don't even know why I got the idea to call Sugar Fox. I was just kind of looking at, I know I've already debunked Pizzagate multiple times. Not debunked Pizzagate, but debunked the debunking of Pizzagate, the basement part, multiple times. But uh, I just was looking at Google Earth and I was like, I'm going to call, I was going to call Sherwin Williams and be like, yo, um, this is so-and-so, you know, down the thing. You need to go in the basement because it seems like we have a leak, you know, a main leak. And they'd be like, oh, hold on. And then run downstairs, you know, and it's like, aha, all the basements are connected just like I thought. Right. Right. Because of this old uh, building. If you look in the Comet Ping Pong, which you can't even look into anymore on Google Earth. You used to be able to go right to the door, go inside the Comet Ping Pong on Google Earth, go all the they way to the back. They wiped it out. They wiped it to where you can only go to Best of Pizza, which Best of Pizza is in between Bucks, Camping and Fishing, which is a steak restaurant, and Comet Ping Pong Pizza. So there's Comet Ping Pong and I, Pizza. And I'm sure Buck likes to fuck. Well, Buck <laughs> is James Alifantis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Buck is owned by James. Okay. Yeah, so the camping and fishing, that makes me think of... Um, Try to clarify a little bit for my audience that doesn't know any about anything yeah, about this shit. Crazy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm way I'm past on, anything. I want Chris to fucking rant right now. Well, the Pizzagate thing, you know, everybody will say that, you know, Pizzagate is this pizza place in D.C. on Connecticut Avenue called Comet Ping Pong Pizza run by James Alifantis, who at one time was voted the most powerful person in D.C., a fucking pizza man, right? Good friends with John Podesta, Hillary Clinton. He catered multiple events for Obama and stuff. And these emails came out in what? 2015 i think late 2015 going into 2016 these emails were released of john podesta's hillary clinton's and others where they had what seemed to be like coded messaging one had like something talking about walnut sauce and then when you look at the ingredients like this is fucking gross but then apparently on like uh, pedophile forums in the deep web this walnut sauce is some sort of code pizza is some sort of code uh, cheese pizza, CP means child porn. Uh, a certain type of pizza means a certain type of uh, individual type of kid, uh, whether it be race or, or what country they're from or whatever, you know? Yeah, um, like to add in different ingredients or whatever, uh, soup, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is all like, this is verified shit. Like, not FBI website, too. The pizza gate thing, right? I can get to that more. I'm just saying the pedophile, they're coding the dark web, um, their symbolism. This is fucking this is that's real shit. There's that's that's verified real shit. I mean, they even joked about it on on uh you know South Park and other shows. You know, South yeah. Park had the Nambla yeah. thing, the North American man, man. Boy, the, this, that's a real thing. Yeah, that's real, right? Um, so, anyways, they have the pizza thing, and so the comet ping pong uh, went crazy because of John Podesta and his connection to James Alifantis, and it's believed that in the basement of Comet Ping Pong Pizza is where they store kids or you know 
um, yeah, basically kids because Bill Clinton had changed this law when it came to importing art. Okay. So when art is imported from other countries, it doesn't even have to be checked. So it can be, it can be literally like you can send living art. You can ship living art. Oh yeah. Quote unquote art. Yes. And there's some sort of thing where it doesn't even have to be like checked when it comes through. I didn't know that part. Yeah, some weird law. It doesn't have to be checked or it definitely doesn't have to be opened or anything because it's an art piece and it could be, you know, it's invaluable. So you can ship living art. And it's believed so you can that have like massive shipping containers full of kids that are waiting to be trafficked. Yeah. 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 You can, and um, it's believed, you know, there's tunnels under DC and most of this stuff was happening at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Back to getting looking into Comet Ping Pong Pizza when you could look in there on Google Earth. Chevy Chase Museum. The Chevy Chase Museum is next door. If you're looking at Comet Ping Pong, it's directly left. The It's on the left-hand side. It's next door. And when you used to be able to look into Comet Ping Pong Pizza on the left-hand wall, which I believe is the north-facing wall, there was a bricked-in doorway. So there used to be a doorway connecting the two buildings, right? Because all these buildings built at these time, this time, back in like the late 1800s going into like 19, almost 20s, all these things were connected in the basements and on top, all the way through. That had to be deliberate. So this has been going on for way too fucking long. Well, they were connected. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I like where I'm from. That's what I would think. They had tunnels and shit all underneath the city, and like uh, we were, our town was known as Little Chicago, like uh, because like Capone and some of the gangsters and shit would go there to hide out in Iowa, and uh, which wasn't like that far because Iowa's just kind of over the border from Chicago. But this is on the other side of Iowa, on the far west side of Iowa, the western border. But they would go there to hide out, and there was tunnels and uh, brothels and. During uh, Prohibition, where I'm from, Sioux City, they said, fuck y'all, we're suing, serving booze, <laughs> you know, and they kept rolling. But anyways, so the the I called Sugar Fox one night and was like, yo, you know, do you keep, you know, your inventory and shit in the basement, right? And the dude's like, yeah. I said, thanks. I hang up. And like 10 minutes later, this DC number calls and my heart drops. No fucking shit. So I answer it and they say my full name. They're like, yo, this is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, the, uh, I didn't even know what to do. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you calling? You fucking conspiracy. We got the cops. Blah, blah, blah. You're calling, asking this and that. I said, dude, all I did was ask about it. You know, if you stored your shit in the basement, you know, and yeah, uh, settle down. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this is, I don't know which <laughs> one's calling me, if it's Comet Ping Pong or fucking Sugar Fox. It was a DC number. They're fucking screaming, right? And uh, I'm like, yo, dude, I wasn't even on the phone that long. Like, uh, you need to calm down. And yeah. uh, he's screaming, and I go, uh, thank God I fucking record everything. And then oh, yeah. it went dead. They never called back or anything, but it was just the fact that, like, <laughs> 
they knew my name and shit. Like, uh, it freaked me the fuck out. But uh, the basement thing, there's uh, this gay um, magazine. It's, it's, I think it's just an internet-type magazine in D.C. called Metro Weekly. And if you, okay. look, up, if you look up, you can even Google uh, James Alifantis Metro Weekly. Just type that in. So it's not like it's not like butt plug lovers weekly. It probably is. I don't know. I don't look. <laughs> I didn't look through the whole thing. It's just Metro Weekly. I I don't know. It might have butt plugger ads in it or something. Uh, you know, on the back. I I don't know. But if you go to Metro Weekly, James Alifantis, look it up. It's going to bring up an article from like April fourteenth uh, or something of two thousand and fifteen, I believe. And in that article. There's a point when, because he's talking about his time with uh, Guy Fieri. And anybody listening, if you can find the episode of Comet Ping Pong featured on Diners, Dashes, and Drive, Drives, Dashes, and Diners. You know, the one with the Guy Fieri guy. Yeah, where he eats, you know, he goes around and eats at, at the craziest places with the wildest hair, right? Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't cool. fucking dropped out of yeah. Well, he uh, he went to Comet Ping Pong, and there's an episode. <coughs> and uh, so this this article is him talking about them coming there, and there's one point in it uh, where he goes, uh, the the interviewer says. Uh, like, so what was something that you told him that nobody really knows about the place, you know? And he goes, well, um, I had no idea you could get pizza sauce by the can. Other comp- other restaurants just open a can and dump the shit on there. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. But yeah. he's, like, uh, he's like, I didn't even know we could get stuff in a can because we make everything fresh ever since I was a kid, right? He goes, we even can our tomatoes. We have kind of a harvest ritual a harvest party he says where we can our tomatoes and we store them all two two tons i think he says we take them we can them and we store them all in the basement that's fucking insane dude now i may i i had a video up that says i debunk pizza gate in under three minutes and uh <laughs> there'd be comments on there like fuck you you don't know there's there's they're definitely, you know, uh, trafficking children, you stupid fucker, you know, and it's just people who didn't watch the video at all. And then finally, someone one time on YouTube actually watched the video and they said it's Bucks, not Comet Ping Pong, because I didn't even know about Bucks at the time. And, uh, <laughs> and he goes, it's Bucks, not Comet Ping Pong he's talking about. I'm like, huh? And I fucking look it up and sure as shit, James Oliphant says Bucks fishing and camping. It's one or the other. Bucks camping and fishing or fishing and camping. And it's a steakhouse. It has nothing to do with camping. And it always makes me think of Alec Baldwin and and when he would play that uh, molesting, uh, you know, uh, scoutmaster and he'd molest the canteen boy. Oh, on, yeah, Saturday Night Live, yeah. Adam Sandler, canteen boy, yeah. Yeah, and, and Alec Baldwin, every time he was on, he would play. Hey, dude. The rapist scoutmaster out there camping and fishing with the boys. Buck, his name might have been coming. I don't know. <laughs> now Holy we need to go back. Shit, to dude. His name might be Buck. Maybe that guy, maybe Alec Baldwin's character was like scoutmaster Buck. Buck. Yeah. 
If that's the case, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely raping kids. If, 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 if James Alifantis, <laughs> if Bucks is named after Alec Baldwin's rapist, uh, you know, Scoutmaster character from obscure Saturday Night Live skits back in the day, then they're definitely raping kids. Yeah. You know, but it is weird, you know, Bucks, like they're, emoticon i think it's called like if you look at your websites on your on your uh web browser you have the little emoticons that show like the twitter like i have my twitter pulled up and my website pulled up has like the little twitter icon and like my website has my little face on it on the tabs at the top and uh four bucks they just have this the cube the black cube instead of their oh, logo the black cube of saturn which all of them, it looks like all the emoticons, if you click that on when you're building a website, is defaulted to the black cube. And Bucks just didn't use their logo. Are they seen their little cube? And they're like, cool, awesome. We'll leave it. Leave it. <laughs> leave it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you when you see their Instagrams and shit, it's like, yeah, they fucking are fucked up. It's and then we run into like today, you know, with the whole uh, drag queen shit. Like, uh, you know, I keep seeing people like uh, someone keeps messaging me like, dude, they're fucking they're going to they're banning drag queens. They're outlawing drag queens like what? No, they're not. You can't you can't make it illegal for a man to wear a fucking wig and dress right. like a woman, a clown version of a woman. You can't you can't make that illegal. What they are doing is making it illegal for children to participate. And if you're mad about that, there's you, you, there's something you need to be checked. Yeah, you need to be something. I don't know how they check you for fleas or something, but something needs to go on. If you're mad that they are outlawing children, for, they're they're not even outlawing it. They're just giving it the same regulations as a fucking strip club because it's. I mean, let's face it. It's dudes stripping as women. Yeah. Do you know um, Grimerica show from Canada? Oh, yeah. 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 Greg, yeah. I'm on Greg? Uh, a while back. Yeah. Darren and Graham. Graham. Right? Graham. Graham. That's right. Darren and Graham. So Darren fucking posted for International Are Women's Day. Yeah. I'm Canadian. I'm near I Toronto. Now that, you, now that we're talking, I can hear it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Uh, yeah, most of my listeners are U.S., which is pretty wild. Yeah, most of my listeners are Canadian, so that's a good trade-off. Really? No, I don't. I fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I whatever anger tells me, I think they're U.S. Some people. Anyway, Darren Darren from Grimerica posted like this video with uh, these clown men dressed as women for International Women's Day, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I, I posted a comment saying, thanks, Darren. Now I got to go fucking rub one out. <laughs> I took, uh, I took uh, a bunch of libs of TikToks uh, videos. The best. Of them, of people crying and the, the, the dancing drag queens and shit. And then I put it to this really slow, acoustic, sad version of Send in the Clowns, which Send in the Clowns is already like a sad version of clowns anyways. But this is like really more sad than Sinatra. Was it Sinatra that did sing? Yeah, it's like super. It's like four thumbs down sad. And uh, and someone was like 
dude, it's like you're promoting them. It's like a fucking you made a Sarah McLaughlin fucking ad for like we need to feed the fucking homeless. Dude, clown. you didn't get the joke. <laughs> yeah, I was I like no, that's not the point of what I was doing. I just yeah. thought it was funny. I'm not trying to fucking design a fucking PSA. There's a lot of shit that I post that people don't get, and they're like, dude, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, read behind the lines, man. Read between the lines, you know? I post stuff that, uh, like, borders on, they don't know if it's real or not. Sure, but, yeah. You know the Damar Hamlin thing when that happened? Right away, I fucking took the footage of him collapsing because right away Joe one of the fucking guys Tony Romo or who the fuck was announcing was like um I would break to these messages we'll be right back I grabbed that immediately and put the Pfizer thing after it <laughs> and posted it right dude I told my buddy I was like yo I'm gonna fucking put the Pfizer thing and post this he's like don't do it dude that's fucking wrong his, his dude I would have been like hell yeah I'd do that dude, his, he goes his family's gonna see it I'm like bullshit there's no fucking way. So I posted, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't tell I didn't tell my buddy. I just posted it. I'm like, I ain't listening to you, motherfucker. Oh shit. This is gonna get juicy. So I just post the thing and it takes off, dude. Oh, okay. uh, Lenny Dykstra of the Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> he retweeted it. No shit. Yeah, dude. And then uh it just fucking takes off. And people are like, What the fuck? This is so fucked up, Pfizer. Oh my god, because it was, I mean, I knew what I was doing. I put like, uh, oh my God, I can't believe the balls of Pfizer was like the tweet. <laughs> with oh the my video. God. And uh, when I didn't even need to put comment, I just needed to put the video and let it roll. But I put a comment on there. So I definitely pushed that one. <laughs> and it took off. But people really thought, like, even after it had gotten past that, where people were mirroring it and posting it themselves, like, people were, were still thought it was real. Because it looked real. It looked like, yeah, like it people. literally was like, man, this is a bad deal. Uh, we're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. And then it goes right to the Pfizer fucking thing. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> That's like the uh, the uh, Lady Gaga. Or the Grammy with Sam Smith, right? Well, that was real. I know. That was that was actually real. There was a Lady Gaga clip going around. I guess this is like eight years old where she's vomiting. She's being vomited on. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's that green vomit, right? So I took and I had this song that I was working on that just went perfect with her slapping that crash symbol. And yeah. uh, I put that on it and I put the fucking Nickelodeon logo up in the corner. <laughs> and then, <laughs> It fades out to brought to you by Pfizer, <laughs> the Grammy one, because it looks like it goes into that and then goes the Nickelodeon thing coming in, goes dum, dum, boom, ba, dum. <laughs> There's people on Facebook, you know, on the comments like, holy shit, this is on fucking uh, Nickelodeon. Because I tweeted it out and just said, damn, the Nickelodeon war. Uh, the Nickelodeon Awards are out of control this year. Oh my god, that's fucking dude, it took, brilliant! I don't dude. know how long, like a couple days of it just going off of someone finally going, dude, that's like eight years old. I was like, oh shit, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. disgusting as fuck. How did they get green vomit? Yeah. That's why I put the nickel right when I seen it. The, the green vomit. It was like, dude, this is a Nickelodeon commercial. Yeah. 
Did you see that video of that fucking that I think it was a black chick on stage singing or something, and she's like taking a fucking diarrhea dump on somebody? No, she's pissing. It's she. Oh, she's pissing. Okay, Rage Against the Machine cover band. Uh, on stage or something, and I don't know if he mouthed to her to piss on him. Or what the because you when you watch it, I mean he's laying on the ground, yes. I don't know how he knew she had to piss unless he was like the sound, you know, he was backstage. I I don't know what was she actually pissing or did she have like a Oh, she pissed on him. Dude, the steam was rising off his face. Oh shit, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the steam was rising. It was uh ninety-eight point six degrees. Damn. It was hot Hot, piss. Hot body temperature. Crazy ninety-eight point six degrees. Couple degrees hotter, just like you're fucking two and a half degrees more. His face would have been blistered, Burn. and yeah, crazy, right? If she would have had a fever, you know, I mean, I guess I, I don't know. Does it work like that? I mean, that's that's water boils at a hundred degrees, right? Yeah, I guess it depends on his body temperature too. Like if he's like, if he's like anticipating. Her pissing on him, his body temperature might have been up too, right? So I don't know if it works <laughs> like that. I don't know if you can getting fucking like, boiling piss. Be so that his body temperature would rise, right? You can just focus so well, you can just stop the scolding. Like, mm-hmm. a, like a fucking invisible shield. Too fucking if much. Do you think you can save it? How many fucking okay? So since you're a metal dude. And your vocals are fucking awesome, by the way. Do you have a band? Oh, not anymore. I mean, no, okay. I used fuck to. Um, Those how many fucking metal bands do you think are like involved in all this shit? Because I think I think a lot of metal bands are trying to uh, expose what's going on. But fuck, man. I don't know. Stuff to say, man, because a lot of these fucking bands jumped on the vaccine wagon. Yeah, especially Slipknot too. Well, Slipknot's got me like, uh, <coughs> you know, Joey died right there at the beginning of the vaccine program. Yeah. Not even the beginning. I mean, it was a few months in. He was also like uh, recovered from whatever was going on with his his nerve damage, mm-hmm. and he was a touring music- musician. So the probability of him actually getting that vaccine is uh, is high, and um, there has still been no official cause of death in Joey Jordanson. You know, in the case of Joey Jordanson, it's been over two years. Sucks. And how is that not like? How do people like when people post shit about Joey? That I immediately go in and I'm like, Yo, when the fuck are we gonna be told what happened to this dude? He was healthy. You know, he was healthy enough to be touring and playing drums again. He gained some weight after his drug addiction. Yeah. So, like, and it's the same with, like, Taylor Hawkins, how immediately he OD'd. He's a druggie. It's like, man, he was a druggie. Yeah. I was a druggie at one point, and I fucking quit. Right. I can do drugs every once in a while if I want to, and I don't go on the binges and, you know, go OD and shit. And then they look into his system and immediately, which is odd that in other countries, they immediately have a toxicology report in fucking 24 hours saying he had your basic run of the mill 
uh, a stay-at-home mom cocktail. Is that wrong? Don't mean to say about stay-at-home mom. Nah, all of them. All of them Xanax and shit. Uh, Who doesn't like a little Xanax? That's what I'm saying. He wasn't on any drugs. His heart was four times the weight of a a normal 40-something-year-old man or his age. I mean, he was, what, like 48 or something. But uh, here we are. Foo Fighters about to go back on tour, you know, and uh, we still don't know an actual uh, cause of death of Taylor Hawkins either. Mm -hmm. You know they were all vaccinated because... I did a whole report on that one. You can go back in my episodes. Well, Dave Grohl wanted everybody to be vaxxed. What's that? Dave wanted everybody to be vaxxed, right? Um, I think the whole band, except no, Taylor. No, if like you know, if he, if it was ever like said, like the band is like forced to be vaxxed. But the fans, for sure, because, like, the first show that they did, you know, was a big deal about everybody had to be vaxxed. And then they did, like, a, they did, like, a vax telethon type thing. So the probability that they were all vaxxed is 99.9% infinity, right? Right. And then you have where just in, like, 2018, <coughs> Dave Grohl told – Rolling Stone or someone like I think it was Rolling Stone might have been Revolver that he had did a whole seance and thing and shit in his bedroom as a kid and prayed to Satan and and summoned Satan to make him a rock star. Dave Grohl, yeah, he's always wondering when Satan's coming to collect his soul. Oh Jesus! Right. So then you have the movie the studios. Six six six, right? Where yeah. Dave murders the fuck out of everybody, right? Yeah. There was already talk, I guess, amongst that band that Taylor didn't want to do the touring that they were doing, right? He was kind of burnt out on that constant because they would run out two hundred days a year, you know? They'd fucking nonstop. And uh Anyways, so they did that Studio 666, and what's fucked up is any movie, the soundtrack comes out before the movie, or yeah, they it, it coincides. The, the movie comes out. It used to be the movie drops on Friday. The soundtracks and, and uh, CDs and shit drop Tuesday night. Now it all comes out on Friday. That, that fucking soundtrack came out the day after he died, did it not? It came out the day he died. The day he died, yeah. What was it called again? Um, I thought it was, was, uh, shit. I can't remember the name of them right now. Uh, I didn't think I was going to talk about Dave Grohl that much, but, uh, it was pretty fucking cool though. I like it. had the, um, yeah. Cause it was like a metal (laughs) fucking, um, but it had, uh, right on the front of it has that, uh, that, uh, shit. It's a sigil. It's from, um, Lima. The Lima. Yeah. Alistair Crowley. Yeah. Um, oh, it was uh, something Widow. Something Widow. I can't remember, though. Dream yeah. Widow. What, Dream Widow? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Dream Widow or Dream Window. One of the two. Dream but Widow, the, yeah. Just the fact that, like, they didn't release the, the soundtrack, and it happened to drop the day Taylor Hawking's unexpectedly and suddenly drops dead. Right. I mean, what the I was telling my coworkers this too. 
this whole story that we're talking about right now. I was telling my coworkers that, and they're like, dude, that's so fucked. It's super fucked. And then when you just, like, look at just, the, you know, the Dave Grohl, I sold my soul, you know, Kurt Cobain being fucking murdered and, like, just how he got to where he's at. Uh it's fucking weird. I mean, like in the wonder, little it, short thing that I did, I put in like, like what's it that? seems like a fabricated fucking story, but when you look into it, it's like there's no way these coincidences could fucking like align like that, you know? Yeah. And like uh, the the little short piece I did back when it happened, I play these clips of like Taylor and David Grohl doing interviews and there's one point where he says something about off and his bandmates and Taylor had made a quip about, you know, he wasn't happy doing what he's doing, but he's got to keep drumming, you know, like a monkey type thing. Right. I can't remember the exact quotes, but it's just like, it's weird. And then what happened, how his heart collapsed, but it was like four times bigger than, you know, someone's heart, his age, and then we know of the myocarditis, which is the enlargement of the fucking heart. Yeah. And then that was immediately covered up that um, when that happened, something else happened that weekend that immediately, like, pushed that to the side. I mean, it was still big news, but um, it wasn't, like, at the forefront because it would have been, like, the biggest vaccine related death at that point sure yeah you know you already had all these other ones like Hank Aaron I think at that time he uh you know he had tweeted out everybody all these celebrities that die suddenly they have one thing in common on Twitter you can go back and you can find them doing a thumbs up getting a shot in their arm or like doing yeah. some sort of vaccine or like these unvaccinated motherfuckers need to go to jail Every single fucking one has that. I mean, they need to do a study on that, just the Twitters of the Yeah, for sure, dude. Because and then like one like ever since I was a baby, I've I've been a huge KISS fan. That's my guilty oh, pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And um I just fucking lost so much respect for them since Paul came out and said, I've been fucking uh, diagnosed with COVID and thank God I got the fucking booster and this and that and Gene coming out and saying that whoever doesn't take the vaccine are fucking evil He's and I'm put like in the furnace. dude you're he fucked he didn't man. say that but I mean basically that's basically he basically did say that he's like you're, you're I don't care you're, about you guys fuck you evil. guys yeah yeah dude it's fucked this up coming, this coming from a man who has uh, masqueraded as a fucking demon for fucking yeah. years, right? With the SS in his fucking logo. Yeah. The SS is right there in the KISS logo. Yeah. Ace Freely designed, designed it. But I think Gene twerk, tweaked it. Twerked it. Tweaked it so it's an SS. Yeah, dude. Like, come on, man. I mean... It's fucked up. But yeah, all these uh, and and musicians. What's that? He's a Jew. So what does he want? Revenge for the Holocaust or what? 
I don't know. I mean, when that type of stuff, I always think back to like you know Hitler had like two thousand high-ranking Jews under that were in his army. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like I I don't know. Like what the, you know I you can't even talk about it because we will get fucking canceled. I did a right. song uh, two years ago. I first named it Holodomor, right? I don't, I don't know if you know what the Holodomor is. No. Like, uh, it's basically the uh, starvation genocide. It's Stalin and the Bolsheviks. Uh, they went through like the Soviet Union and starved them out, you know? Okay. Where they were selling their children, they were eating, their ki- eating each other and stuff. Um, and it was the Holodomors. Sounds hot. Yeah, well, I did a song, and I didn't even, like, I just kind of learned about the Holodomor, so I, I, just, I, I did this song, and uh, it was, like, the one of the only ones where I don't say fuck in it, you know, it wasn't even that bad, really, and uh, I put it up on YouTube, I took, like, uh, just, it was, like, snippets of uh, pictures and stuff of, like, historic stuff, like, the front pages talking about the Holodomor and shit, but Just I the title it. probably got you fucking yeah. killed. Yep, I, I named it Holodomor, and instantly it was gone. So then I changed. I thought maybe they took it down because they don't fucking tell you. You know, I thought maybe they took it down because of the article. You know, it was like kids that were like just bones standing in front of a house. You know, right. and uh, so I changed the video. No, so I changed the video and I changed the name. Nope, I had to fucking like change the name. I had to change the file that I was uploading. I had to re-download and redo my MP3 file to fucking upload it. To get it to upload. That's fucking nuts. Because that's how the the whole they don't they definitely do not want you to know about the Bolsheviks, the Red Army, and what they did to like the right. Soviets and shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's fucking crazy. What do you yeah? Absolutely. What do you think about uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Serge Tankian and his whole Armenian genocide thing? Like, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? What do you mean, like him standing up for it, or like his standing up uh, for it, or like? Well, I mean, he's Armenian. I know, but at the same time, it's like there's a lot of shit that uh, could be wrong about what he's saying as well. Oh, like he's he's talking some misinformation. Yeah. I think what fucking you know what pisses people off when it comes like to I, I know I know he's trying to like promote awareness of it, but at the same time, because not a lot of people know about it, right? Yeah. But at the same time, what is how is he not being canceled for it or targeted? Um, the Armenian genocide is more, I, I'm not going to say like mainstream, but it's more accepted, I guess. See, the Belosevic and the Red Army were Jews. Right. So, I don't know who the fuck killed the Armenians. I don't think the Jews did, so we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, is that like he's involved with like a documentary and he did the soundtrack for it and this and that, but it's like, I, yeah, I guess what you're saying, like we can talk about it. So maybe that's why he's able to get away with it. Yeah. I mean, 
and yes. not targeted for it because anybody who would do like a documentary on the Holocaust and saying like, say like a Holocaust denier would make a documentary, he'd probably be like targeted and kill their Epstein or something, right? Yeah, I mean, if someone did an Armenian genocide denier video, I, it might happen too. I don't know. True, yeah. Don't have to fucking do that. What pisses off um, system of a down people is every once in a while I will post jet pilot with some 9-11 footage. Dude. That's all I'll do. I don't even say there's no commentary. There's no um, nothing. It's just wired under the eyes of a horse on a jet pilot. One that flew over the bay. Oh, dude. When that album came out, which was nine, nine, it was like, I think it was a week before or a week after that song freaked me the fuck out. Like a lot of people don't ever mention this. And like, when you say it and when I put these things up, people will be like, what the fuck are you trying to say? Dude, I went to the yeah, store. Some of a Dan, system of a down fan, before or like for the first album, right? And I anticipate, I was anticipating toxicity, and I went to the store and bought it day one. And when I put that album on, it freaked me out when I heard Jet Pilot. It freaked yeah, me the, 4th, fuck the week out, before, the Tuesday before. Yeah. It came out the Tuesday before. And then, yeah, the wired were the eyes of the horse of the jet pilot. The one flew over the bay. And this new, uh, I just did it again because uh, someone posted this video of a plane. You know, they're basically in, uh, um, what is it now? No, I can't. Queen, the Queens Harbor? One of the bay, the harbors or whatever there in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And might be Manhattan Bay or something. They're in the water, the Hudson. And, uh, that plane comes over top because a lot of people say there's no plane, you know, but all of a sudden, oh, you know, every, now that the no plane thing starts to snowball after, you know, a decade of people saying this shit, all, yep. of, a sudden, 20, all of a sudden, two dec- decades later, someone goes, oh, shit, I had this video from my JVC camcorder back then. I forgot all about it. Look at it, it's the airplane, you know, it took them 20 years to put that plane in there, but um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, take them only 20 years, dude. It, it's like the perfect, you know, when I see those opportunities, I can't help myself because it was mm-hmm. like right when I seen the video, all I could think of is wired with the eyes of the horse of the jet pilot, the one that flew over the bay, because that's exactly what was happening. And then boom, it hits the fucking towers. And yeah, it's like, dude. holy shit, I cannot believe. Well, I can believe. That because system of a down, I'm sure would have sued the fuck out of anybody that would have used that in any type of documentary. Yeah, yeah. It still feels like fucking yesterday. Sees my shit that I did with it. I could possibly be sued. Yeah, for that because it is. You know, I'm not saying that they fucking like knew what was up. It's like it's just very eerie as fuck way too much of a synchronicity for me and and that's what i'm saying that's why it freaked me out so much back then because it's like there's no fucking way these guys know there's no way and i was freaking out like when i heard the song and i was playing the song and i love that fucking album and 
when that happened and I'm listening to that song, I'm like, no, this is too much. This is too fucking much, man. You know, Dude, I remember hearing it and then I had to whip open the, uh, the booklet, you know, cause back then it was all about, you know, they read the lyrics the CDs and most of them had the lyrics written or somewhere in there, you know? And yep. uh, yeah, I had to go look, check like, uh, yeah, I'm totally hearing exactly what I thought I was hearing. <laughs> yep. It's like he's like literally talking about an old man in a cave and he his only regret was he couldn't watch the skies turn gray that fateful day over the fucking bay when the jet flew into something like and like wired were the eyes of the horse of the jet pilot. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I know. In my head is like a guy flying a fucking jet. <laughs> That's wired. Fucking, it's the fucking one of the hijackers. Fucking yeah, Even at that time, you know, I wasn't no conspiracy person. You know, it wasn't until Loose Change, you know, the first Loose Change I seen in like 2005 when I was like, whoa, holy shit. And my kid, I think my wife was pregnant at the time with my first kid. So that whole thing. It was all at once being woke up, you know, of like, yeah. holy shit, there's like this crazy shit going on. And I've got, I've got this kid and shit, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, when toxicity came out, it was just the, it was, yeah, like you said, I mean, it was eerie as fuck. It was like, what it was so fuck? fucking eerie, dude. Like nobody I ever just... talks about it. Nobody ever is like, and I, as far as I know, I'm the only one that I've seen take just that part and put it on 9-11 footage and then just drop it here and there. It's amazing that we're having this conversation right now. Like I knew we had a connection some way, you know? Yeah. I mean, and this, this needs to get, like I, I have a lot of friends that are fans of system of down. I've been, I've been down with them for like a long time and even like scars on Broadway and shit. Yeah. And uh, like, I've always, love that band because they were super creative and also Serge was a huge Mike Patton fan yeah I'm a huge Mike Patton fan I ran into Serge one day or one night oh you did yeah I just ran into him one day and I was like yo can I get a picture he's like no oh no way I was drunk as fuck I was so I I met Joey one night Joey Jordan (laughs) did you Back in '99, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, like, was right one when, of those uh, their first that. album came out, and they were touring it, right? Yeah, it was so after I'm from Iowa. Yeah, and it was after the show. Uh, I was there to see fucking Mudvayne because so that open for Mudvayne, and uh, what? And, yeah. Okay. That, yeah, 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 and I barely caught. The Slipknot show. I caught the end of it. And uh, I just found out about Slipknot, too. And then uh, after the show, I went outside and I saw, like, a bunch of people around a, uh, a tour van, right? And I'm like, fuck, who's signing autographs here? I, I don't know who it was. Turns out it was Sid Wilson, but he didn't have his mask on, right? Mm-hmm. And then someone fucking uh, took a picture of him, and then Sid ran off after him because he didn't want... Yeah, didn't want people to know what they look like, that right? Speak. Yeah, and then this fucking little guy comes up to me with long black hair with red stripes, 
and he saw my fucking sweater. I had a Mr. Bungle sweater on. And he's like, dude, no sweater. And he pulls up his fucking sweater and he's got a Phantomus shirt on, which is another Mike Patton fucking project, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized it was fucking Joey. <laughs> At yeah, the time, man. I shit, dude. And then we were talking for a bit and then he signed my ticket. Yeah, I fucking missed quite an opportunity once. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Randy Bly went to prison, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they were supposed to do a show called uh, Not Fest. It was the first Not Fest. And they were doing Slipknot it. Festival, yeah. yeah Randy yeah, Bly is from uh, Lamb of God, by the way, Lamb lead singer, God, for right? those who don't know. And uh, he was up on manslaughter charges in uh, Prague. Yeah, because somebody got crushed on their gate, right? Uh, someone got, he pushed a fan who was up on the stage. Um, the fan fell off or something and hit his head or something. Later on, died. Right, and he uh, was in prison. Yeah, he was in prison. So they were supposed to do um, Not Fest, and they had a tour coming up, I believe, for Wrath is when this happened and yep. uh, it all had to be canceled. They actually canceled not fest. Right. And, uh, Randy ended up getting out of prison. <laughs> I don't know, like two days before not fest and they show up to Iowa and, uh, I, <laughs> me and a bunch of friends took a bus, right? They had a bus and everybody chipped in on money and we took a bus down to Knotfest because we we lived up the interstate like an hour and a half away. So we took this bus down there and when we get down there, security just fucking flags us right into where all the other buses were. They thought we were a band. And by the no time way. I'm already drunk, it's like fuck it's it's like nine thirty, ten o'clock in the fucking morning. I'm already pretty drunk, you know. And uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there. We're all like, holy shit. They got us backstage. This is awesome. And I'm like, dude, we all got to get the fuck off this bus and you better scatter right now because they're going to fucking show up here. And sure as shit, the fucking security comes walking up onto the bus. He's like, uh, who? I thought you guys were a band. Who are? Who? And right away, I jump up and I was like, yo, uh, I'm so-and-so with Z98. That was our home rock station i was like with z98 these are the winners of the the backstage packages um, and you're like, fucking bullshitting right yeah i'm drunk i'm like that's I'm like, fucking hilarious. Right now, trying to get uh what we need so we're just tight right now and the security guard's like he's looking at this thing and he's like i'll be right back just sit tight and as soon as he steps off the bus i'm like i'm out of here motherfuckers i jump off the bus and go sit in a porta potty and <laughs> It's hot as fuck, dude. It's like August, right? And it's like I said, it's 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 in the morning. It's like ten o'clock in the morning. I've already drank uh uh I can't remember what it's called, Jameson weed or some shit like this. It's like some uh, iced tea whiskey or something. I've already drank like a bottle of that. I'm drunk as fuck, and uh, I knew they were coming back, and this was not going to fly at all. So right, right. I'm sitting in this um porta potty i sit in there for like a half hour band's already playing i can hear them and shit and uh finally i'm like fuck this i'm coming out so i come out bus is gone right i'm oh, like oh shit cool. no one's looking you for me bus is gone. Fuck it. 
what can you do? You know? So I just, I'm just, I'm just hanging out. Right. I'm just kind of walking around, wandering around. I don't know exactly what to do. I haven't even used my ticket yet. Right. I paid for a ticket. Haven't used it yet. I'm backstage. I don't know what to do right now. So I'm just walking around and this dude comes walking up. He's like, are you with the, you know, the 133rd? I don't know what number he said, but I, I go, uh, what, what is that? He goes, it's the, it's the Ritter union union. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first day. <laughs> it's like, okay, man, we gotta go. We're going to have to go over meet over here, you know, in a little bit, blah, blah, blah. He said something. I'm like, yep. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just bullshitting your way through the whole yeah. thing. So at that point I knew the number I needed, which was like, you know, fucking union 133 or whatever the rigor union and uh that's what i was there for i'm a new guy you know uh i don't have a badge i don't have shit i have nothing so i'm still walk i don't know what to do i could walk into where i can see everybody playing or i can just hang out back where i can hear everybody playing kind of see them playing and then say yo what's up dude that was pretty badass and so <laughs> i'm standing there and I look over and there's Randy Bly and I start talking to him and then up comes Corey Taylor and I'm talking to Corey Taylor and then all three of us are kind of talking and I didn't even like get a picture of like all three of us. I got a picture of like me and Randy together and me and Corey Taylor together, but not like all three. It was like this, you know, the, the, one of those very rare moments because Randy had just got out of fucking prison, came straight to fucking Iowa from Prague to play the show. Anyways, long story short, I go, finally, I was like, fuck this, I gotta go watch Machine Head, I can't fucking hang out here all fucking day. I stood off to the side of the stage and watched Surge, and the Deftones and shit, and like, Surge comes off, and he's like, and I was like, yo, can I get a picture? And he's like, no, man. And he just fucking <laughs> beelines right past me, like, fuck you. Oh. Like, uh, Chino and them, Deftones was cool. Fucking, uh, <laughs> dude. This is in like was, 2011 or something, right? Like yeah, I was, I was actually listening guy. to Gore today. I was listening yeah. to Gore today, the Gore album from Deftones. Not, oh, no shit. Not the best album, but they have a few fucking bangers on there. Yeah, that uh, that show was that was clear back in like 2011 or some shit. I think you- yeah, I saw them. I think it was 2011. Uh, it was heavy Toronto. It was heavy TO, and it was uh, System of a Down was headlining, and uh, yeah, Deftones played that day. I fucking saw Veil of Maya, and I saw Cannibal Corpse. I do. I can say Slipknot. Um, I have this like love hate with Slipknot. I remember in '99, someone came up to me. It might have been '98, or no, it was '99. It was when the the self-titled was released. They come up to me in the lunchroom in school. They're like, dude, you've got to listen to this. And they put on Eyeless. And oh like, my God. that was it. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Dude, that's, you know, 25 fucking. It's like jungle with fucking metal. It's crazy. Yeah, and like when I listen to Mate Feed Kill Repeat, I'm like, this just sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's got the horns. It's like this ska mess of a fucking mess, you know? And the way Ross Robinson took and made it, because uh, that's who made it, what it 
became, you know, because sure, yeah. it got produced by Ross. And he pulled out what was ever going on in there, tweaking. Everybody was tweaking is what was happening. Uh, a lot of people were tweaking at that time. Everybody. Oh, yeah. I remember one time I was tweaking, and I was sitting there across from Tony Iommi's bus. Like, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> I was sitting across from Tony Iommi's bus, and I'm, I'm doing drugs. And <laughs> I remember I made it through the entire OzFest. Right. And uh, to Ozzy. And for some reason, like an idiot, I stood. Ozzy had these huge fucking ho- uh, water cannons at the top of the uh, stage that would shoot out into the crowd. Yeah. Like an idiot. I stood like directly under this. And it's the end of the show. It's like fucking 10 o'clock at night, you know? Like it's kind of chilly. I don't know where the fuck our car is. I've been tweaking all day. I'm surprised I'm still alive. What were you right? on? Uh, meth and oh, so yeah, I was on drugs, and, uh, drugs. <laughs> I was on real drugs dude. Drugs, like five capital Z's yeah yeah I was on real drugs uh, from the street and uh, <laughs> I'm not that big you know I'm like five six five seven on a good day and uh, <laughs> at that time I was on drugs so it was I, there, I was maybe 160 pounds you know now I'm like two something, but back then I was like, I was on drugs and uh, <laughs> well, I'm soaking wet. And dude, when it comes to concerts, I'm so good at being able to just weasel right up to the gate at any show. It doesn't matter what it is. And uh, I'm in the massive crowd of OzFest at Ozzy and I weasel myself right up to the fucking gate. And at that point, I was really tired. You know, I was fucking, I was on drugs and I was tired at that point. Uh, I was out of drugs, actually, at that point. Um, if you weren't, you would be a, a more alert. Yeah, if I would have had my drugs, <laughs> which I, they were in the car. I don't know where the fucking car is, <clears throat> but my gas tank is empty and I'm fucking running on fumes. So I just reach out to have, you know, security pull me out and then I was going to collapse. Right. And then maybe they would take me, I don't know, wherever they take collapse people to the first aid backstage. Right. And uh, I remember they pulled me out and I had this ring on my hand that my girlfriend gave me and they pulled the ring off and it fell in the mud. Somehow I found this ring in the mud during an Aussie show as they were trying to drag me out. And uh, fake uh, trying to pass out did not work. They just threw me to the side like I was just like a heap of garbage. Right. Fuck you, dude. They let me reach down just long enough to grab the ring out of the mud, and they fucking threw me off to the side like, peace. And then I'm out there just freezing my ass off, coming down off my fucking meth. It's a crazy story, you know? I'm like in Somerset, Wisconsin. Like, I have no idea where I'm at. I don't even... That's fucking wild, dude. Those were the days, man. Yeah, man. I, I haven't yeah, been to a fucking show in so long. Yeah, my last one was Slayer, I think. Oh, nice. It's well, I mean, it's, I, I didn't even, I'm old, dude. I didn't even stay for the whole. I'm not a massive Slayer fan. I believe, I feel creator, creator is better than Slayer. Yeah. Uh, that creator is slayer you know it's a way better slayer you know they're yeah. way better slayer but uh i went there because lamb of god and like napalm death and shit uh 
I was going to go to Slipknot this last time because I'm in Arkansas, dude. I'm like in the Bible church fucking, I'm in the belt buckle of the Bible belt of America. Yeah. And they let Slipknot and fucking Slayer come to the Walmart amp. They don't even allow Walmart to sell Slayer and Slipknot CDs, but Slayer and Slipknot agreed to play at the Walmart amphitheater. That's fucking funny. It's kind of a sellout thing, you know? Yeah, well, you know, Cabaret is Catholic, right? He is, but the thing is, is like, Walmart won't even sell their CDs. They won't even sell their clean CDs. But yet, they'll take their money to play their show, you know, at their fight. It's it's just weird. And then you go into the fucking COVID thing, you know, especially with like Slipknot. Slipknot had shows where... Um, this show particularly that was here uh, down the road from me, <clears throat> there was no costume, no masks allowed unless they were, you know, masks for COVID. Like, what right. the fuck, dude? Like, what the so fuck? stupid, it's dude. Outdoors, for one. This yeah. thing, this, the venue is outdoors. And you can fucking tell people, you can tell fucking maggots they can't fucking wear their fucking masks. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? And yeah, I mean, Sid, he's a big, he's got that fucking thing that covers your head like a bubble and yeah. has a filter and shit. <laughs> That's funny. He's got it's a kid. So retarded, dude. It's like, it's ass backwards, everything. Yeah. And then, like, like Rage Against Machine, you know, they, they had, Rage uh, for the machine. Yeah. They had, um, you know, I'd already signed a contract with Live Nation pre-COVID, uh, which before COVID, everybody was like, what the fuck, man? Tickets are $400. Are you out of your fucking mind? What kind of fucking Rage Against Machine shit is this? And yeah. then COVID hit. And then they say, well, we got to you know honor our contract, but you're going to have to be vaccinated and fucking wear masks. Right. And then it's like, what the fuck? You're charging us four hundred dollars a fucking ticket and then you're gonna fucking tell us to rage with the machine. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and I did. Dave Rocha broke his ankle immediately. Oh, fuck. In Canada, dude. Zach Dale Rocha like broke his ankle like the second or third night of the tour. Yeah, and now fucking Tim Comerford has fucking prostate cancer, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck what is that is that called karma? I don't know. I don't know. I, I believe the broken ankle is definitely a karmic issue. The prostate cancer, I believe, is just rapid onset cancer induced by the vaccine. Possibly, yeah. Turbo, turbo yeah. cancer, right? It's the warp speed cancer, I think Trump calls yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Type of cancer. He said, "I was gonna." He said, "I'm gonna, you know, cure cancer, but actually, you made it warp. It's warp speed. You got to make it warp speed so that way they can get the vaccine out." Because you know what's funny is like everybody is just popping up with cancer. I, I read the story of a, of a woman who spent months in the Galapagos Islands, was cool, went scuba diving one day, almost drowned because she couldn't breathe. Was like, yo, something's fucked up. And the doctors, you know how doctors are. They're like, nah, you're fine. It's just gas. You're a little fucking stressed out. She goes home. She almost passes out again. Turns out she has fucking stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma a fucking 15 inch long tumor across her heart and lungs that can't be operated on. Just move there you Mighty. These people are getting this cancer and cancer's cancer is becoming rampant. Well, you know that Moderna has their cancer vaccine on the way. Oh yeah. 
that's where we go into 1984 type shit where they change, you know, they're changing definitions and words and throwing things down the memory hole, like just the word vaccine itself, you know, it was prevent, it was a preventative uh, thing. A vaccine was you right. took a vaccine to uh, prevent an infect, infection from a virus, right? Now they're testing vaccines for cancer on people who already have cancer, right? So these are now becoming cures and therapies because that's what they are. That's what we kept saying they were. And they yeah. would ban us and block us when we say, hey, it's called Moderna Therapeutics. Like it's right on the side of the building there. It says therapeutics. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you, if the cartel, my audience just heard my eyes roll back into my skull, but it, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane, man. It's dude. I made a uh, 30 minute, well, it's like 27 minute long thing on Rumble of just the Moderna CEO, right? Everybody's focusing on Pfizer. Moderna doesn't run ads, Moderna doesn't sponsor, you know, Facebook uh, pages like I fucking love science to fucking completely ignore science, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pfizer does, right? Yeah. And what people don't understand is all the mRNA vaccines, every single fucking mRNA vaccine, they say, you know, uh, Robert Malone created them, right? Because he wrote a fucking paper 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> was, was he not the one that created the the uh, PCR test? No, that was... Uh, uh, oh, Mullins or something, right? Yeah, yeah, Kerry Mullins. Yeah, yeah. Robert Malone, he wrote a paper basically discovering the mrna type uh, therapies um but shit where was i going with that the fucking therapies uh, cancer it. all that shit um oh yeah 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 that they're you know everybody's focusing on pfizer they're focusing on robert malone created you know the mrna but when it comes down to it the every mrna is moderna's Right. So Moderna is suing Pfizer right now and anybody using the Moderna and bio or no, the Moderna mRNA tech. So okay, anybody... well, that MRNA and Moderna sound cohesive with that acronym. Well, their, um, <clears throat> their stock ticker is mRNA. Right. Yeah, Moderna. So. Yeah, their whole thing. Dude, if you watch the thing I put together um, of Sergio, ta I think his name is Sergio, talking, you'll hear him say things like, there's there's this one news anchor. Every time this dude fucking talks, there's a fucking stock ticker next to him. Every fucking time he's on TV, it's on CNBC, and they're talking about money, right? And there's this one dude on whatever stock ticker shit they have, I think in England or maybe Australia or some shit. And this one news guy kept saying, you know, you had the therapy, the therapeutics before, you know, and then you had the vaccines, you know, are you still working on the therapeutics? You know, and then he would go into the, yes, the therapeutics, we, we had nine therapeutics at one point and none of them, you know, made it, you know, and then, we switched the vaccines and the first one made it. Yay. Basically, I mean, in a nutshell is what he's saying. Um, there's yeah. one point where he's even asked by the same uh, newscaster, like, he's like, uh, 
you know, you were you were focused on, you know, mRNA therapeutics. How did you, you know, get into the vaccines? And that, that dude says, you know, the CEO of Moderna says straight up, like, uh, we just changed the vaccines. It was easier to get it passed and approved. We just oh, changed yeah. the vaccines. You know, the therapeutics, they failed, they failed, everybody died. So we just changed the name to vaccine and... <clears throat> sign on the wall of the building and it was good. And then they changed the definition of vaccine. Yeah. <clears throat> they, yep. They're in control. That's how it them. works, man. And it's like really uh, the, like we got a strike. Uh, I guess that's why we got this other strike because we got a copyright strike from NBC for playing the Woody Harrelson fucking little oh. clip, right? Yeah. And what pisses me off about the Woody Harrelson thing is is the way the media in lockstep, like someone had bought them, uh, all were saying, you know, he was, you know, talking about misinformation about COVID and about uh, pharmaceutical companies and about Pfizer. You know, these were words put in the headlines, and he never said one of those words. Mm-hmm. He never said pharmaceutical. He never said Pfizer. Never said vaccine. Nothing. You think Harold said is a good guy or what? Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, was that an approved joke? Was that a joke that was like, you know, because everything that's said has got to be approved, plus they're on a delay, you know, is Saturday Night Live even real anymore? Are we live anymore? Um, they're pretty much woke now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fucking stupid. I, I haven't watched, you know, Saturday Night Live since watched 11 years, bro. Farley days. Yeah, same here. Yeah, um, but the, a little bit after, maybe, but a little after. I I don't even think I I got really into the Fallon days. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Will Ferrell and uh, Chris Kattan is about where I went. You know. Okay. Okay. And they did the night at the Roxbury shit. Chris Kattan was pretty funny. I was like, uh, he was fucking hilarious. What was dude. that fucking when he would act like a little monkey, dude? Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he'd fucking like the way you'd eat fruits and shit. That was the, the so rock, funny. The rock dad. Oh, dude, dude! <laughs> I remember they had uh, one with Garth Brooks on there, and uh, the way Mr. Peepers was jumping on him, and everybody broke character pretty much when Mr. Peepers was on because he would Those jump are the best. and put his yeah. mouth on him. I can't believe they didn't make a movie of that. Oh, Mr. Peepers movie would be amazing. You know, like someone found Mr. Peepers, like where they found Mr. Peepers. There's yeah, like still his time. I mean, he's old and shit, but there's still time to make a Mr. Peepers movie. Dude, Seriously. my favorite, my favorite SNL uh, things skits were the fucking Celebrity Jeopardy, dude. Oh yeah, Those remember fucking uh, Daryl Hammond playing Sean Connery? Yeah, like it'll bum cover dead people. That's What's people- that? Now, when you watch it, there's a bunch of people playing dead people. Yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds, Connery. I mean, Alex Trebek. They're all fucking dead. An album cover. I'll take an album cover for five hundred. Yeah, I mean Saturday Night Live. It was, it was, it was all right. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the Woody Harrelson thing. It was just the way the media, you know, sits there and they would just were cramming it down people's throats that he said this and that. And really, when you watch it, no, he didn't. Yeah. He told an anecdotal story about he got a, a drug cartel. Yeah, he got a script and he thought it was fucking stupid. 
Yeah. Because it is. And now you are fucking spinning it like crazy, you know? And plus, you know, you got Bill Maher. What do you, there's an episode of Bill, Bill Maher does a podcast called like, uh, I don't know, something Bill Maher. The fucking, I, I, I started doing a show called Bong Rips and Bullshit. I was going to do, <laughs> me and a buddy that lived here, we were going to just smoke and ate the weed. That's, you know, during an episode and it was retarded. This fucking, there's this podcast called who are these podcasts who they just rip on podcasts. I thought they, I didn't think they were that big of a podcast. Turns out they're pretty big. And, uh, they fucking tore me the fuck up with that. No way. Anyways, yo, yeah. They, they happened to pick that episode. My buddy comes in. We not we're we're blasting through joint after joint, just bullshitting, you know. And uh, he's all nervous and shit, you know. Like I was going out to a million people or something, you know. So <laughs> a really horrible fucking episode. They fucking tore me up. But anyways, they're like, "This is so stupid," you know. It turns out like when I I said something that dated myself basically, and they're like, "This dude's like fucking forty years old. And he's fucking doing a podcast. How fucking crazy he's getting high." It's yeah, stupid. why not? <laughs> so Bill Mar, Bill Mar now has like, oh yeah, Club Random. Where what does he do? He just gets high with his guests, and they just smoke weed and do exactly right. what they're doing. You know, now it's like that's like a, that's like a Bill wow. Gates. Wow. Be real and Bill Maher and everybody can smoke all the weed they want on YouTube and talk about COVID and shit. It's cool. But if I fucking. If you do it, you're fucking canceled. I love the vaccine. You still fucking ban me. Dude, it's like it's like uh, the Simpsons episode where fucking Bill Gates comes into Homer's Homer's house with the Internet thing. And Bill Gates is like, buy him out, boys. Bashes his fucking computer and everything. And then does what. That's all Bill Gates is. He just fucking he copies everything and fucking buys people out and takes it for himself. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, the um that Bill Maher podcast, he sometimes has guests on there that are pretty good. Like he had Rob Schneider on. I love Rob and Schneider. Back and forth is hilarious because you know, Rob Schneider is a you know, a progressive or not a progressive, but a conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their back and forth is it's pretty entertaining and then he had woody harrelson on and him and woody have their have a weed shop like into the woods or some shit in la that they just opened bill and woody yeah because they're like best friends they're fucking best friends (laughs) and then like he had uh bill maher had kid rock on which i'm not a he i'm not like a kid rock i've seen kid rock live He's actually very talented, but I don't like talented. music. I'm not a huge fan. I was I was down with Bow at the Ba, but uh, the rest I don't think I've it was into the rest of the album. But uh, this new album that he has, not into it. There's one song that I keep saying needs to be Trump's uh, uh, campaign music because it's like fuck you, you know. It's been 20 years and I'm still saying fuck you, and it's like goddamn, I feel the same way, Kid Rock. Yeah, oh, fuck all these fucking pussies. <laughs> no, he's pretty. He's pretty vocal about what's going on. I think. Yeah, and people don't like it. But then he's a drunk fucking retard too. Yeah, well, so am I. He gets drunk and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes he's like a fucking idiot. But uh, aren't we all though? Like, it's true. Like, it happens. 
Yeah, like I'd yeah, rather they... look up to people like that than people that are trying to like pretend not to be like that, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, with what he, like the songs and shit and what he stands for is cool and shit. I'm cool with that. Just sometimes you drunk and say stupid shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that the, I, I can't remember what the fucking name of the song is, but it should be Trump's campaign song. If Trump came out to fuck you or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> presidency i took uh, a bunch of clips of um trump dancing you know and i fucking mashed them up and then i put it to that meet to that song hoping that and i take trump and kid rocking it over and over hoping maybe maybe they're like you know what that's a good idea we should come out to the fuck you song yeah 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 dude every everything that we do as content creators everything that we do will inspire somebody somewhere along the line, right? That's what I that's why I love doing what I do. Yeah. You know? I think it's like a collect like a connected collect, collect, thing. Just, yeah. Cuz you know how you like uh think of something like even like uh I don't know, like uh an invention or let's say. Like I had this really fucking dumb thought. This was fuck. I was a little kid. So this was like 30 something years ago when I thought like fingernail clippers, right. Need to have like rubber grips on them. Right. Cause they oh, slip out of your hands. And then like, I don't know, a year later I go to a store with my mom and they have these fingernail clippers. They might've had them the whole time. I don't know. I don't think they did, but it got put out into the ether and then boom, there they are. Yeah, dude. Shit like that happens to me all the time. It's really horrible. <laughs> you could be rich right now. Fingernail clippers. That's oh. the example you came up with. Jesus Christ. My buddy, it's Wait. funny. Okay, I'm gonna get on a tangent here, but my buddy at work, he's fucking hilarious. Whenever we see a hot chick, he's like, Yeah, dude, I'd fucking grind up her toenail her toenail clippings and, and uh snort them. it's so fucking funny dude because i'm like oh my god that's so gross but it's hilarious when we were younger you know back when gas was cheap and you know we were we'd cruise around all the time i mean i'm talking way back 20 plus years ago you know we'd pull up to like a drive-thru or like a bank or something and uh you'd always be like oh yeah i'd hit it you know yeah i remember one time like uh me and my cousin were talking back and forth like oh yeah i did it mm-hmm. and then this fucking chick's like um sh- the microphone's on so <laughs> we can hear you in here oh so do you want to hit it then bank. <laughs> what are you doing later yeah no i was i didn't i did not uh, if you know I was pretty young, and I was like, oh, shit. Can't believe that. I drove off, left all my money. <laughs> someone back. I, I, was, I was ordering a pizza once on the phone, and then this girl sounded cute, right? So I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I want this pizza, this blah, 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 blah. She's like, okay, cool. I'm like, uh, so uh, how late are you working tonight? <laughs> my cousin would do that. He'd pull up to fucking... Uh, you know, like a drive-thru or something. He'd be like, what are you doing when you get off? 
uh, what? I was going home. Nah, I'll come pick you up. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Weird. I mean, that was like 20-something years ago, you know? And then you wonder why these chicks disappear. Yeah, right. Cousin was taking chicks. I'm just saying, like, some dude would just pull up and get like a fucking Big Mac and be like, "Yo, you want to fuck later?" And they're like, "Okay." And like, all right. Holy shit, that easy, eh? It used to be that easy. It used to be, and now everybody's by everything. I I don't know. I'm like, I've been married, based, you know, married for almost 20 years. I don't know what it's like out there. You ever have, before we... Disease-ridden. Uh, <laughs> you ever had any paranormal experiences? Um, you know what's funny is I lived in a funeral home, right? I Not an active funeral home. It was a old funeral home. So it was like back when you get the, the real ghosts back in the day ghosts, you know? It was like an early 1900s funeral home. <clears throat> I did not live in the basement or anything. They converted it to uh, apartments, right? And I lived upstairs. I didn't. I would not live in the basement. Uh, but people did live in the basement, which is fucking crazy because that's where they did the thing with the bodies. Yeah. So like, I sold weed and shit out of there, and like, uh, people at first they were like all creeped out about coming over, and I'm like, dude, like, they're dead. Like, when they got here, they were dead. Like, their fucking soul's not hanging out their fucking dead body. They're already fucking dead. Like, yeah. There's, there's nothing to worry about. Right, right. I, uh, I never really saw anything, and I'm not, like, big into the paranormal thing. But there was, like, one time where it was crazy because I sold weed, and I would basically have the shift of people. Like, it, it, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, people would start showing up to my house and we'd just sit there and smoke. They'd love coming to my house and buying weed because they'd buy weed and then we'd smoke weed all day long and they'd leave with their entire bag because I'd just sit there and smoke weed. So people would, you know, they'd come and then they'd stay until they have to go to work and they'd leave and the people getting off work, they'd come over, you know, it's this fucking thing. So anyways, there was like, I don't know, six, seven of us sitting on, I had two couches. We're sitting there and I didn't have cable or anything. All we had was a channel that played MASH and like Love that improvement show. and shit like you know at a, we knew what time it was right at like five o'clock mash would be on and then you hear be, that that theme song yeah and i fucking hate mash but i've seen every <clears throat> single fucking episode right it was either that or we would have philadelphia playing right just the, on the tv but then have other fucking music playing so you'd have sometimes we're like any something would come on that would match like uh, the Philadelphia live parts, and it would be so fucked up because we were always on drugs. But anyway, Philadelphia, so Philadelphia there, is uh, Lamb of God, right? Yeah, Lamb of God's DVD, which was like mind blowing at the time of the way it was done and like the whole punching of each other in the face. And it was an amazing live album. And then the fucking touring was like literally watching the DVD when you watched them live, the lighting and everything. But uh, it was crazy. But uh, uh, so we were all sitting there and I had this fan that had two fans on it in the window. It's a window fan and it's supposed to either suck in or blow out, right? And this fan would just be on constantly blowing smoke out the thing because literally the place that rented me this apartment in the funeral home, downstairs was their office. 
and I was constantly smoking. I mean, cops would come in and pay their rent and shit, and smoke's just f- blowing out of this fucking <laughs> just fucking blowing. Like the parking lot's full of cars, and they're all up in my all day long, just constantly fucking just constant constant weed like i cannot believe they let me do this for this long and never fucking <laughs> so we're all sitting there and uh all of a sudden the fan shut off and i was like there's there's enough people in here to, that i could get them all on probably on the phone or something and be like yo so I go, oh, that's it. The fan's finally dead because I just let it run, right? Because we were smoking so much that it just ran. And I figured, oh, it finally burned out. So I get up to go, like, see if it burned down or if I could bang on it and it start running. And it was turned off. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And it was what? And I was like, dude, this is turned off. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, everybody was freaked the fuck out because... I mean, it was a physical switch. I mean, you had to fucking turn the switch to turn this shit off. And the thing was on. It was on. It never turned off. Nobody touches the fan. Nobody was off the couch near the window hanging out. Nobody hung out by the window to smoke a cigarette or anything like that. The fan the just power, ran. The power in the went out or anything? What's that? The power didn't go out or anything? Well, that's the thing. Even if the power went out, <laughs> and switched, the fucking knob was off, turned off. Physically turned off, and it freaked everybody out that time. Then there was another time when, like, uh, me and my buddy are just sitting there. We used to play uh, Need for Speed Underground, right? Yeah, I think it was part two. Awesome game. Subtle disputes with races, you know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, we're just fucking sitting there, and out of nowhere, this fucking nickel just flops into the middle of the floor right in front of us there's nobody else around what the fuck yeah it just flops on the floor i can't remember the year of it or anything like the year didn't seem like significant or anything but when it flopped in the floor we both looked at each other like what the fuck like it was so fucking weird just fucking came out like out of the ether and fucking boom yeah just flipped on the floor wow heard the thud because that's what we heard. I mean, we've seen it before it even thudded. Like it was in the air and thump, the thud of it hitting the ground, hitting the carpet. You know, I had like, a, it wasn't like shaggy carpet. It was kind of like a, almost like an outdoor car. You know, it was like a slumlord place I was living at, you know. Right. And they had almost like an outdoor type carpet. So it was like a thin type thing. So you heard that thing thud on the ground and there it was. And I was like, what the like, fuck? Like a little bit of a Yep, it was just, that was uh, really the only times, I mean, my mom said, like, when I was a kid, I used to talk about this red door or some shit, and then we moved somewhere that ended up having this red door behind some wall or some shit. Oh, you probably want to get out of there. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I was like fucking four four years old or something. I, I was just a little kid. I don't remember it. I remember having some weird dream about Smurfs. <laughs> Smurfs trying to kill me. I used to play uh, on my a cassette tape every Christmas that when my when my parents would put up the tree. Usually it was me, and my mom, right? But uh, we put on the Smurfs Christmas tape. 
Oh, they were Christmas singing days. Christmas songs, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that fucking dream so vividly of the fucking Smurfs. Because I had to have been like three or four years old, man. Yeah, I remember dreams from when I was like fucking three, four, or five years old and up, man. Maybe it's real life in somewhere, man. Like at some point, like Smurfs are going to fucking kill me. Well, I talked about this in my uh, last episode, actually, where um, every core memory that we have is like it connects us to some kind of a, a realization. And we don't know what it is at the moment, but down in the future, we might know what it what that core memory was for, you know? That's weird. Yeah, it's talked about that shit. Smurfs and pedal cars. Yeah, dude, we had a gay French teacher in grade eight. We used to call him Gargamel. Okay. (laughs) Because he looked like Gargamel. (laughs) I hope not. I could understand if it was a bunch of gay Gargamels trying to murder me as a child. Gay Smurfs and pedal cars trying to fucking murder me. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, with that, uh, I'm gonna thank you for your fucking time. Uh, this was this has been a fucking blast, dude. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you want to plug anything before you go? I mean, the only thing to plug is uh, well, I mean, we got Shepard Ambellis's show, which is every night, every weeknight, six p.m. Central Time, which is seven p.m. Eastern. I think like four p.m. Pacific Time or whatever the other Western time is. That's every night for an hour. <clears throat> That's streamed on uh, Twitter, Facebook, sometime back on YouTube, Rumble, Rockfin. Just when that, look up Shepard Ambellis, it'll pop that up. You can find it on my uh, website, rainoutrancast.com. If you click on the ATN Live uh, tab it'll take you to, to all the videos of the, like uh, my live show which is on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Central for two hours that's live um, I don't know when you put these things out oh, I'll probably put this this uh, show out tomorrow but uh, I'll, I'll put your um... We've got Charlie Robinson on the Shepard and Bella show if you come and listen at 6 p.m. Central that's, there you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna put your fucking website in the show notes for. That's all you gotta put one stop shop. Yeah, that's the best thing. Like when somebody has like a link tree or whatever for everything, that's the best thing. Yeah, I mean, if you don't got a website, you gotta have a, a link tree because yeah, I mean, you that's what I have. Things yeah. up with all these sites, and on my, I have a link tree. But if you go on my website on the homepage, just scroll to the bottom, and it has all the badges to like all the social media, all the like buymeacoffee.com slash Rancast where you can help, you know, my show. Support the show, dude. Support my show. Everybody support Chris on the rain. Go go to rainoutrancast.com. I got shirts on there. If you go rainoutrancast.com slash store, I got shirts. I got like 15 different designs. Um, I just printed some uh, tinfoil kitty shirts and some Zelensky money, money shirts. Nice. um, They're limited. Does so. Zelensky have coke under his fucking nose? No, nah, he looks more like a <clears throat> I mean, you know what? Okay. The next run, <clears throat> I think I might put a little... Co- I might make him fucking whack. Yeah, out. give him a coke stash. Hitler. 
and he's given the he's given the devil horns. So yeah, dude, and give him a coke stash that looks like Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah dude, that'd yeah. be fucking awesome. You can stash a coke on them. Hitler stash. <laughs> God damn it! What an opportunity missed. Right. Well, you heard it here first. On the second edition of the, of the Zelensky money money shirts. We'll have the yeah, man. Just ten more trillion, daddy. Just ten yeah, more trillion. Just, That's all I want. I I did that. Uh, I don't know if you watch. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. A little bit. Uh, yeah, there's a episode where I can't remember which one's mom or something. He's trying to get her to fucking fake like she's got cancer and shit. And he's like, just read the script. And she's like, um, give me money. Money me now. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. yeah, and I put it <laughs> like the fucking translator was translating <laughs> Zelensky. It works every fucking time too. Anything he says, you just put that on there. Yeah, like, dude. Oh, Hey, the, so they translate my translator. This is what she heard from Zelensky. And then it's like, money, money, me more. <laughs> more money. Money now. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy Biden. I did it with the, the South Park one, too. That one was a little harder. Where, like, Canada's asking for money. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Go on the internet and get money. Just get the internet's got money. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We want their money. And I put that because <laughs> that's all it is, really. It's like, that's all it money. is, man. Oh, man. Okay, dude. Uh, thanks for your time. And I love you, man. You're fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Man. All right, man. Cool. And uh, I'll put everything in the show notes, your website, and everybody check out Chris on the fucking Rain Down Rantcast. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Have a good one, bro. You too, man. Later. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so very much for once again listening to the Red Pill Cartel. This is your beloved goat speaking, Nigel the Goat. And we hope you enjoyed that episode with Chris from Rained Out Rantcast. Davey, what did you think? You know what I thought, man. You were sitting there listening to heavy metal while, you know, with your headphones on, just headbanging away, just encouraging us the whole way. And uh, thank you for that, Nigel. You, you, uh, you really inspired me last night to do that to keep going with the conversation and uh, yeah it was a blast you can listen to it later Nigel yes I will uh, because you know Nigel loves the heavy metal too and wants to hear the stories that uh, Chris shared so anyway uh, Cartel we thank you very much for tuning in once again and you know what good old Nigel says 